Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, DeMarco, you don't even know what you have walked into oh today, my, my God. man. <laughs> you guys should see DeMarco. He is dying in the studio right now. I mean, I just walked in blindfolded and got hit all in the head. It's a whole lot. It's a whole lot at once. Wow. Right, it's true. It's a lot to take in, Lindsay. Baseball, that's Good true. Lord. Sugar mama. What well, is what a sugar like mama? In, yeah, she, she pays the bills. Yeah. So, so yeah. Laura, why don't you explain to Demarco how this all went down? Okay, so I'm apartment hunting in downtown LA because I want to be closer to work. And I saw six apartments yesterday. After the last one, I was very distraught. I worked my butt off. I worked two jobs, hardly sleep, to be able to like move out. And I said. Oh my God, I'm never moving out of my house. And I just thought it would be a funny tweet to like tweet my frustration. And I said, you know, apartment hunting in LA has you thinking you need a sugar daddy. I did not hashtag the word sugar daddy. Did I I did not know that bots literally she look for that. She didn't need to hashtag it. I didn't know she that. She had like 20 porn bots wow. tweeting yeah. at her, like, hey, sugar mommy, here, DM me, baby. Wow. Unreal. Yeah, it was crazy. And then <laughs> Kaplan says, hey, I thought about a sugar mommy. And then, yeah, that just kind of oh. took a life of its own. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, DeMarco, did you know what uh, Did you know what sugar daddy porn bots were? Uh, no idea. Had absolutely Same. no idea. Don't tweet Lindsay, about it, that? otherwise you're going to know. My life changed today. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. You'll know. And it is true. It is true, DeMarco, that when I got divorced, I um, thought to myself, should I become somebody's boy toy? You know, I know where the you know older ladies with a lot of money like to hang out. Should I go hang at that bar and just, you know, travel the world and carry the luggage and, you know, be the boy toy that I'm capable of being, I think. That's, that's so that a lot of work, a, Cap, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of on-call work. It's a lot of testosterone shots. A little bit, you know, yeah. you know? And it's not on your time, so right. you give up a lot with that. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, Laura was thinking sugar daddies for apartments. I was thinking okay. sugar yeah, mommies post-divorce. No, no, I don't want one. Can we just oh, now discuss- she doesn't want one. No, I've never wanted one. It was just out of frustration. I need to make that clear. I literally work my butt off to be able to get my own stuff and not need anything extra like that. See, it's Cap, just, you, no. you've been around contract negotiation, right? Yeah, I have. That, a that times, sounds like yeah. negotiation there. Wow. That sounds like I don't like the offer. <laughs> Wow. I can't with y'all. I just can't with y'all. I'm you out. know what I mean? I am out. I'm out. Where is the boss at? I know she's around here. I'm out. Well, then the other part of you what happened yesterday, DeMarco, the, yeah. the other part of what you've walked into is, is that yesterday, um, I have done a bunch of things recently at the radio station that I didn't realize how much of a diva I come off as. Because like I take great pride in being like an easy guy to work with. Yeah. You know? What do but, you do? Well, I asked everybody to, well, it's, it goes backwards. You know, usually we come back to work the first week after the new year. So January 3rd, ESPN 710, everybody's back on the air. Right. I asked for that particular week off 
because my kids were not back in school. So that's when I was going to actually spend some time during the holiday break with my kids and had made all these plans, but neglected one small detail, what, what, which was to to ask boss Amanda for the week off. Oh, well, yeah, that's that's kind of a big one. That doesn't make you was, a diva. No, but then I but then then I said to Amanda, hi, can I please have this week off? You know, I was trying to be real friendly about yeah. it. She's like, uh, no. That's the first week of the new year. And then I wrote back like this sob story email like, you're killing me. Right. I'm going to break up with my girlfriend because I can't have the week off. And she was like, okay. Is that true? Shut up. Well, not exactly, but okay. kind of. Exaggerated kinda. a little bit. Yeah, right. Just a little but bit. But based in truth. Yes. And then, and then I took the week off and then I came back, which was this week, and we were supposed to have a show meeting tomorrow. And I asked that we delay the show meeting till uh, next week. Why? Um, just too much going on yeah, in my okay, real that's life. Diva. And, oh, it is? That's diva. Right there. Oh. Yeah. Come on. That's you That's you ahead of everyone else. That's diva. You already proclaimed your diva status here and that you're the number one diva. Well, so don't act like so you're So far not. it's one to one, though. We're not done yeah, yet. Was, is there more? Well, that's it? I, that does not, not make then, you a diva. That was well, one diva-like behavior, but that's it. Yeah. Then I had a lunch date with Chris Morales over the Christmas break, and I had to cancel that. Okay. Why? You know, just too much going on in my other life, you know? Okay, like family stuff? No, like real life like stuff. Stuff, stuff. stuff. Okay, well, yeah, well like, that's still not been, diva-like. Oh, see, yeah. Now, look, I said yesterday I thought I was a drama queen. I didn't realize I was a diva. Until now, that might be true. Yeah, down. that might be true. Drama queen is still on the table, but diva, yeah. not so much. Did you ever play with anybody in your NFL career that you guys all talked about as a diva? Uh, no. Um, Against. That was the strength of our teams, not to go all football on you, but we didn't have diva-like behavior we we actually kind of rooted that out we might have had some guys that that were at the embryo stage but they didn't last long we didn't like divas we we put a i wouldn't say a bounty but we wanted to go after to we we thought he was just wrong for ball does that make us weird like we wanted to no, rid the game of divas we no, just no, weren't but, like but, that but there was a generation of guys in the nfl most of whom were wide receivers. Yeah, yeah. Who we we all referred to as divas. Okay, well, I'll, I'll give you one. He's not. He was a team player. He was great with us. Marshall, Marshall Falk. Marshall just behaved a little bit different from us. You know, he was just special, and we kind of accepted him as special. And because we gave him that acceptance, he acted like a teammate. But he was different. He could have been. He had the power to do so. He was that good. So I, I see how that on different teams with different groups and different leadership, that could spin out of control. But uh, no, I don't think I've ever actually played with a diva. You mentioned Terrell Owens. That's what I said yesterday. I'm like, oh, my God, I have to look in the mirror, DeMarco. I, I got to literally stand in front of the mirror. I got to look myself in the eyes, and I got to say some of the things that you're doing that you don't think are a big deal – that are inconveniencing other people, asking people to move meetings, taking a week off when you're really supposed to be back on the air, the start of the year, the start of the ratings period, canceling on lunches. And th- I got to look in the mirror. I got to start with the man in the mirror. You see what I'm saying? So you th- you think you're a diva? You you think no, no, you're I, you're a selfish guy? I no, I don't I, think so. Because I don't see it. Yeah, I don't want to be. I don't want to be. It just happened yesterday. Okay. But the way it all sounded and the way everybody was piling on me. 
I, I finally just said, you know, maybe I am. Maybe, maybe I got to look in the wow. mirror and decide, am I something that I don't think I am? They talked you into it. Oh, be- unbelievable. You can't know, let people persuasive. do that. No, no. If you got real stuff, that's why I kept asking you. Is the stuff real? Did yeah, you really have real, stuff real. going on and you yeah. had all these reasons? Then you're not a yeah. diva. Yeah. You know, you might be a poor planner, <laughs> but you're not a diva. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of poor planning, DeMarco, let me get your opinion on something. Jump right in here. So the Rams today make a move that this morning when I got an alert on my phone, I said, like, I really had to stop and go, did I just see an alert on my phone that said the Rams signed Eric Weddle? Yeah. I'm like, no, no, I didn't see that. So I had to like. I I thought I was being punked. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Eric Weddle. Listen, Eric Weddle had a great NFL career. A great career. Yep. He's not likely to be going to Canton, Ohio. But if they had an others receiving votes category, that's to me where he'd be. No doubt. Hall of very good. He was a great player in his generation. No doubt. Which started in 2007, I believe, was when he was a second-round draft choice out of Utah. Yeah. You're not – you can't be anything but a great player if you play that long. I'm with you. Right. Yeah. And, and the the part of Eric Weddle that was the best part of his game for the, the majority of his career was he was always available. This right. wasn't a guy who was hurt, missed four games here and six games there, missed an entire season. He was always there. I was impressed. Absolutely. Um, how do you say this? Uh, the work ethic of a fighter, uh, you know, of, of a guy that's always one phone call away from his next fight in Madison Square Garden. He's always in shape and he always knows the scheme. He's a smart guy. He's a great safety. You don't last that long without being a great athlete, tough as nails and a smart guy. So he's everything you want in a, in a safety, no doubt. Except but, for the fact that he's been yeah. on the shelf for two years. Right. But <laughs> right. <laughs> all these things. He's great. He's awesome. He's spectacular. No, no, no. That was past tense, Jack. You know? <laughs> wow. You know, look, um, I'm never going to say no to like uh, having to adding a player like Eric Weddle to your roster. Uh, as far as on the field, great. Off the field, even better. Guys love him. He's a football player. He's everything that's right about this game. But what an indictment on the other safeties that have been on the roster all year. That you yeah. lose two guys and you got to go to the street? Or well, anybody not- else that's been on the street? That's right. any, any other safety that doesn't have a job that's in their 20s should be ashamed of themselves right now. It, it, but here's Okay, but hold on. I have a question for you. How do you suppose something like this goes down? Do you, do you think that the Rams front office is sitting around going, all right, look, we got one guy in concussion protocol. We lost another guy for the season. He's our play caller on defense and one of our captains. This guy's been a starter. We need a body. They go, okay, you know what? Um, I know he hasn't played for a couple of years, but what do you guys think about Eric Weddle? I mean, do you think that it happens like that? Or, uh, or maybe it goes like this. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Eric Weddle sends a text to Sean McVay. Hey, Sean, it's Eric. I'm still in great shape. And if you need me for a three or four game run, I could actually come in, work me out. Let's let's take a that shot. That makes here. What more do you think? sense to me, Cap. Um, and I've seen that before. Where there three kinds of people: guys that get cut, guys that retire because they can't play anymore, like they physically can't do it. They they lose a step or two, and they just can't play, and they can't find the job. And then there are guys like Weddle and the special players that leave when they want to, 
and they just don't want to play anymore. It's not because they can't play. They just don't want to play. I'm done. I want to go home. I want to see my kids. I want to take my kids to school. Uh, I've been gone too long. You know what I'm saying? Those type of guys. Mm -hmm. And they stay in shape year-round, and they stay in touch with coaches. They stay in touch with players. So they're still into the game without actually playing. And if you get into a pinch, give them a call. They may show up. Uh, Isn't Phillip Rivers still out there? Well, I mean, Phillip Rivers was um, the, the the Colts were talking to Phillip Rivers. Right. The Saints were talking to Phillip Rivers. Do you know that the, you? I'm sure you read the story, but the Saints actually called Drew Brees, who was on a golf course That's the in guy. Hawaii. Yes. You know, and they said, "Hey, can you come start for us this Monday night?" And Brees was like, "I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, I guess I could, but do I really want to?" It's the playoffs, man. I mean, it's not like you're. You're calling them in September. We need you for 13 games. You know what I mean? Yeah. We need you to come in here and bang yourself up. I mean, look, we got a playoff game. We got we got a hole at safety. How do you feel? Can you still run? Can you come in for a workout? You look great. Do you know the scheme? Yeah, I used to run the scheme. I know this stuff. You can plug them right in and go. Uh, now, I don't know how much you can use them on special teams. That's going to, you know, that's going to hurt you a little bit. You're going to have to reconfigure. But as far as being out there, who wouldn't want a smart safety in the playoffs? A guy that is, that's actually been there once or twice. All right, let's hold on to this because I want to keep going because ne- next I want to get your opinion on this. The Rams, they win the division. They get a home playoff game. But the way the season finished Aye. and looking ahead to I the playoffs. I wouldn't even put the hat on, Cap. I'm sorry. Yeah. Not no, to jump the gun. I wouldn't even put that there. hat on. <laughs> let's get there. Let, let's get there next. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. (laughs) Yeah, it's a little before our time, DeMarco, but I know I grew up on that original Batman show as well. Oh, my God. I was a kid. I was a child. um, And I remember I punched my my, uh, cousin Rick right in in the junk. Because I was watching Batman, and I didn't know they were pulling punches. I thought it was real. <laughs> and I did the blam, too. Oh, my God, that just made me laugh. <laughs> you know, it was it was the costumes that those guys wore in that particular TV series that made you... Do you remember a product when we were kids in the 70s called Underoos? Yeah, oh, my God, yes! Right? Uh, Laura, I wish Lindsay, they still made them. Do you, right? Do you, <laughs> I would do, buy them right now. Are you kidding me? Laura, Lindsay, do you guys have any idea what an underoo is? I have a 10-year-old nephew, so I do. Okay. I do not. Okay. So underoos were like um, a pair of, of underpants and like a, a, a shirt. It was like a pajama set. And you could get one that was Batman, Robin, Superman, Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So like a little bodysuit. No, just underwear and a shirt. It's, you know, just it had Superman stuff on it. It was cool. But like tidy whities Man, no, I got so- a moment <laughs> for you in my underoos cap. Uh, what grade was I in? I think I was in like the eighth grade yeah. or seventh grade or something where you shouldn't have underoos. But I had them on. And I'm wearing underoos sli- right now. It's a bodysuit. I was it was in a sleeping bag with a bunch of eighth graders and I had to go to the bathroom. 
And I had to make a choice. <laughs> so I had to get up, either stay in the bag and, you know, or get up and run in front of everybody with my underoos on. And I, I chose that. Yeah. I mean, I went Derrick Henry <laughs> right through that room. <laughs> oh, what, under, what were you wearing? What underoos? A Superman. Superman oh, underoos. Nice. I'm a nerd. I'm rocking them. But I didn't want, you know, my my my, 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 my peers to know. Yeah. You, you, you should have grown out of those in what, the sixth grade? Right. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe even before that a little bit. See? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were in that room. <laughs> but heck yeah. It's oh, funny. Hey, DeMarco, let me let me ask you, because you're down on the sidelines for all these Rams games. Yeah. You're seeing it up close. So tell me this. Um, after the Rams lost this weekend to the 49ers, having been swept by the Niners yet again this season, six straight, having had a 17-point lead over the Niners at home, although they, they, they won the division and get a home playoff game this Monday night against Arizona, I'm not feeling real bullish about the Rams' chances in the postseason wow. because, yeah, I mean it's 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 Super Bowl or bust. They've done everything they can do to build a Super Bowl team, and if they don't make it, well, then it's not going to be considered a success. You know, Super Bowl or bust, I think is fair, and I wouldn't come off that. Um, first of all, uh, it can't be swept, uh, especially for what the Niners did to the Rams. Uh, steamrolled. Um, it, sweeping is nice, you know. That's nice yeah. and gentle. Yeah. That's baseball and basketball. I mean, this was absolutely punishing what they did. I mean, both games were punishing. Debo Samuel's uh, has run you over twice, maybe even four games in a row. He's absolutely crushed you, not just beat you, ran through you. So that a little bit more there uh, at the game this Sunday. I was man, I couldn't believe how much red was in there. Really. Uh, that surprised me, and I thought the Rams had stemmed the tide, and then in the second half, here comes the Niners. Uh, they come roaring back. So, I feel you. Um, you should. Everyone had their pride dented, uh, their confidence dented based on what you saw, but I'll say this. I feel a lot better about this matchup coming up on Monday than I did about any time the Rams are getting ready to play San Francisco. For some reason, that team, that coach, that group of guys, they just know they can beat the Rams. I think Arizona... They have their own problems, and they see the Rams in a totally different light than what the Niners do. So it was one game. You got smashed. You still came out as division champs. But Arizona this Monday night is a more favorable matchup for the Rams. So I, I hope that helps you a little bit. Well, I've been going back, and I've been looking at the, the schedule, and I've been trying to remember you know, the kind of the highs and lows of the season. And at one point, you know, the Rams are rolling. But they're beating teams like Seattle, who proved to not be very good. Um, the Giants, who just fired their coach. The Lions, who were a two-win team, and they only won their second game because of you know Aaron Rodgers coming out late in the game. Um, they they lost. Uh, they they beat the Texans, who you know, and, and they had won a bunch of games in a row, and they were rolling. But then, well, they beat Tampa too. They beat Indy that, when Indy was. I mean, before Indy got going, Indy yep. was almost there. Yep, these they, are early. These are early games. Yeah, but, Chicago. We didn't know Chicago was going to be bad, and in the first game of the year, so they they've beaten some tough teams. That that win in Minnesota was tough. Minnesota was in it till the end. Baltimore was in it until the end. So absolutely, they, they've had they, their fair share of good teams or but, but you know they, they were rolling though during the se during the regular season there was a point where you, where you know people would have their power rankings and and everybody had the rams up at the top then they lost to the titans they lost to the niners they lost to the packers all three teams good teams two of those teams number one in their respective conferences they've got buys this week in in tennessee and green bay 
So no shame in losing to those teams. They lost three straight games, and all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, you know, they're beating up on bad teams. And they smashed Arizona on Monday night. Well, okay, And Arizona right. was the hottest team in the league then, no and they doubt. cooled them off. No doubt, because prior to that, they beat Jacksonville. Everybody's like, oh, no big deal. They beat right. Jacksonville. They beat the Cardinals, like you said. They beat the Seahawks. They beat the Vikings. Um, they beat the Ravens. They were on a roll, and they won five straight games, and everybody thought again, Rams are a Super Bowl contender. And not just beat the Ravens. Came back on them at home after turning it over early and dug yourself a big hole. That was a big win for them. But then the loss against the Niners. Yeah. After five straight wins, you're making compelling cases on these great wins. They beat the Cardinals when they were the hottest team. They came back on, on the Ravens. The Vikings are kind of an unpredictable team. They can pretty much play with anybody. But the loss against the Niners after five straight wins, for some reason, has me really worried about how far can this team go into the playoffs. Okay, so you're not just talking about Monday. You're talking about beyond if they have to bump into Green Bay or San Francisco again. Right. That's fair. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go with you on that. That's, that's a scary proposition, but anything can happen. Uh, you never know what San Francisco is going to look like but th- the next time you see him, especially at quarterback. Garoppolo gets banged up again, and they have to bring in Trey Lance. Things change. Uh, not hoping for an injury, but – and this game was close. I thought there were some errors on the Rams' side that kept them from winning. Uh, they had chances to put this team away or at least – put it out of reach for them, and they could not do it. So you change a few plays in that game. Like going in, uh, going into the, the end of the second quarter uh, when it was third and one, and you mm-hmm. had a chance to send the San Francisco 49ers into the locker room 17 nothing at least, right? And you didn't. You had to punt, and they came down and got points. It was 17-3, to gave them life, and you didn't catch them. So if you change a few things here or there, you might beat San Francisco at the end of the year, and we're all feeling different. So that's fair. I mean – you should have fear of San Fran, but if you match up again, it's going to be close. Green Bay is a whole different animal. Um, to me, I think Aaron Rodgers is the MVP. Even though Brady has all these sorts of records and 5,000 yards, dude, the way Rodgers is operating right now, anybody that has to see him should be scared. So that's fair. But San Francisco, if you match up again, it'll be tough, but you, you still have your chances to beat them. You had your chance to beat them on Sunday. You just let one get away. How confident are you? going into the playoffs, about Matthew Stafford, who, to me, he's the same quarterback he was in Detroit. He's just on a much better team. And when I say that, I got to be honest, you know, I never really sat down and analyzed Matthew Stafford of the Lions, but I watched more of him play this year, and he's just got a whole bunch of that kind of Brett Favre risk-taker gunslinger, <laughs> which turns into... You're talking about that sideways pass. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that right. was... That sideways pass, I thought, went backwards. I was like, yo, jump what are on you that doing? ball. <laughs> right, right. No doubt. I know. I know. I, You know, I don't know. I mean, he's 0-3 in the postseason, and I'm with you. Uh, the guy's got a fantastic arm. Whenever the Rams had to go up there to play him or he came down here to play uh, the Rams, I, he was great. The arm talent was there. Everything they said about the guy's arm talent is true. Uh, and everything negative they said about the guy turned out to be true. He does take a lot of risk, so I don't know. But I would say this, and I guess this would kind of dead the argument, and I'm not trying to go there. I'd still rather have him than Goff. I'd, I, I would at least want a quarterback that's willing to be aggressive versus a guy that's going to check it down, you know, 90 times per snap or 90, 90 times per drive. That would drive me nuts. At least you have a chance to push the ball down the field. Okay. Let me ask you this. Are you concerned at all about the Rams running game or maybe I should say lack of running game because 
if you advance and go deeper into the playoffs and if you wind up finding yourself in Green Bay in particular, not necessarily worried about possibly being in Dallas or Tampa or places like that, but if you do go to Green Bay, you have to be able to run the ball. And I give it to you that San Francisco's got a really good defense. Oh, but, man. But 21 carries for Sony Michelle, 43 yards. And I love to see Cam Akers back. It's an incredible story of perseverance and, and you know, never say quit. Five carries, three yards. They averaged 2.4 yards per carry running the ball, and Cooper Cup had one carry for 18 yards. So take that out. They would have averaged like 1.5 yards per carry. You know, there, there's, a, there's one drive in particular that kind of summed up the day, and it was, it was big because once you gave it back to San Francisco, they marched 88 yards down the field. Uh, they ran it, yeah. They ran it three straight times. Uh, Sony Michelle, Sony Michelle, Sony Michelle, and they gained five yards. You know, and you punted on fourth and five. I mean, you just couldn't move the football against him, but for some reason it goes personal with San Fran. So they play out of their minds when they see you. But I still think some of these plays, these run plays you called with Sony Michelle against Green Bay or any of the defense would, would, would be more productive. Against San Francisco, for some reason, they just put up a wall against you. All right, we got a lot more to get to today. The Lakers are playing at Sacramento, and the pregame show starts at 5.30. Coming up. Russell Westbrook, all of a sudden, there seems to be an opinion that things are going to get significantly better with Russell Westbrook as the season goes on. Why is that opinion out there? Let's talk about that. Coming right back. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, DeMarco, you know this show? <laughs> man. There you go. This country could lose a man like Hybrid Hoover again. The body falls his weight. I don't know this part. Those were the days. Where's my cigar? Hey, nicely done. <laughs> All in the family. You couldn't put that show on TV anymore. No, God, no. Absolutely not. Yeah, I, I <laughs> well, love the well, Jeffersons. Well, maybe you could, depending on network. Yeah, right. I mean, listen, I, I, the Jeffersons, which came from All in the Family, yeah. that, was, that was my favorite sitcom. Big time. You know? I, you know, every time I used to try to do this, and I would never remember. When I got a sack in a game, I would love to like try to do the George Jefferson walk, but I could never remember how in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I love George Jefferson, and I love the fact that he had his neighbor upstairs, Tom Willis, 
And I always will say to people, I'll say, my favorite sandwich is a Willis sandwich, which is turkey on white. Wow. That's, that's what George would say. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wasn't that, uh, no, that was, uh, yeah, Roxy Roker. That's uh, Lenny Kravitz's mom. Right. Yeah. She was, she was uh, the mom. Uh, she was Tom Willis's wife. That's right. Yes. And, and her son's name was, um, oh, gosh, because she was marrying George Jefferson's daughter. No, no, it was George's son and their daughter. Right. Correct. Jenny. Jenny was the daughter. And what was Lionel. the son's name? Lionel. L- Lionel. <laughs> oh, man. I was having a hard time with Lionel because I was getting Lamont from Sanford yes. and Son. And the maid. The maid, the maid, the maid. She was funny. Uh, yeah. Oh, my oh. God. She was the whole show sometimes. Well, yeah, because Wheezy was the wife. With right. George Jefferson's wife. But who? what was the maid? I can't um, remember. Florence? Florence? Florence, the maid. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Interesting. Great All stuff. Right. So far, uh, Underoos. And the Jefferson's history going on on today's All show. All on today. Wow. Yeah. Great Pretty stuff. Good. Hey, DeMarco, um, this segment of the show is being brought to us by Alignment Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time, Lakers and Kings tonight. So yesterday, George and I are on the air, and Dave McMiniman, who covers the Lakers for ESPN, is on with us. And he's painting what was a somewhat rosy picture about the second half of the Lakers season. And McMiniman, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paraphrase for you. He said, look, uh, Russell Westbrook doesn't really work on his basketball skills during the summer. This is according to McMiniman. And he said, um, so for him, it takes Russell Westbrook a long time, which is why he's a better second-half player than he is a first-half player. So McMiniman is making the case that Russell will get himself into the best shape He'll work his way into uh, his rhythm. He'll he'll know his teammates better. They're bound to be better, the Lakers, in the second half because Russ doesn't put in the skill time during the summer. This is according to Dave. Today, the L.A. Times had a piece, and essentially what it said was um, Russell Westbrook is quite the interesting character, but you can't really blame him for the fact that LeBron missed a bunch of time, AD has as well, uh, the other guys haven't necessarily uh, really stepped up. He's played a ton of minutes so far. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, so th- there's you can't seems blame to be, him, right? No, no. I, I, my case is this, and I want to throw it to you. My case is that there seems to be a, an opinion out there that things are going to get significantly better as LeBron's on fire, Russ tries to figure it out, AD comes back and gets healthy, and the supporting cast does what they're supposed to do. Do you buy that? You know, I guess I do. Um, you know, they haven't played together that much when you talk about the big three, LeBron, Westbrook, and and Anthony Davis. They they haven't been together that much, and it's there's a chance they're going to play more towards the second half, right? The, the last 41 games, we're going to see them on the floor a lot more, right? Together? Supposed to, supposed to but nobody knows if AD's, like, or if or when AD's going to make it back. I should say when, but I'm throwing in the if because the Lakers aren't exactly divulging any information. Okay, well, I, I assume he's going to be back. So, yeah, if, if you get all three guys on the floor at the same time, yeah, you should be better than you were, you know, for the first half. I, I'm sure you're going to be better than 21 and 20 to finish out the year, don't you? Well, that's exactly, exactly what Dave was saying yesterday. They're going to be better than what their record was in the first half of the season. And it's a good, strong opinion, but it's just an opinion. It's not a guaranteed fact. 
And I'm just looking at what's happening here to the schedule. And, Lindsay, you made this point yesterday that the Lakers had what was considered to be the easiest schedule in the first half, and they've got what's considered to be the toughest schedule in the second half. Did I get that right from yesterday? Yep, that's what they're saying. So it's going to get a lot harder for them from here on out. They've already struggled with the easy schedule. So I don't think uh, I don't think they're going to have the same record for the second half that they did for the first half. But I could be wrong. You think it's going to be worse? <sighs> well, depending on the whole injury and health situation, we'll see. But I, I think it'll be right around there, maybe a little worse. Yeah. How about that, DeMarco? Well, I'm looking at his splits right now. Um, just doing quick math, he does get better in February and March and January too. His He's January numbers are better than December historically. Mm-hmm. February is better than January. Um, well, yeah, I, I guess there are there is some data to back that up. So I, I just I still don't know what it looks like when he's playing Laker basketball. I do know that Russell Westbrook gets better uh, in the second half of seasons, but I don't know what that does to his team. See, now that is exactly what I said yesterday. He'll score points. He'll put up assists. He'll have triple doubles. Um, he will produce stats. But will he contribute to a championship? That is exactly my question. And by the way, the schedule, we talk about things getting tougher tonight in Sacramento. And then do you, have you seen the Lakers schedule and what it looks like here in the next couple of weeks? Yes. Uh, scary. I, I never thought I'd look at a Lakers schedule and get scared, but I, I am. <laughs> but they're, <laughs> you know on, I mean? they're right. on the road so much. One, two, yeah. three, four, five, six. I mean, they're on the road like, I don't know, I want to say 10 or 11 of the next 12 or 13 games. I mean, they're on the road a lot facing much better opponents. Right, or, or or opponents with better records. That's a better way of saying Because I don't think we've seen the real Lakers yet. They've been banged up and all over the place. But all these road games, you still don't have AD back. You know, I, I mentioned yesterday, Stu Lance had a line during the uh, Spectrum Sports telecast just the other night, like, LeBron's playing angry, and Stu said, I wish the other four guys on the floor would play like that as well. Wow. Wow. LeBron's been on fire. You know, I, wouldn't you be at his age if you had to play like this? You know, you're thinking some. I bet he thought he was going to go into this season playing on cruise control some of the time and never thought he'd have to drag another rock like he did in Cleveland. But that's exactly what you're doing, and he's 100 years old. Let me ask you this, and I'll throw this to everybody listening. Will the Lakers ever get healthy and play together enough to make a championship run? Like I said at the beginning of all this, Dave McMiniman yesterday painted a rosy picture going forward. The L.A. Times today, they say, hey, look, you know, Russ is kind of aloof, but he plays better as the year gets on. So when everybody gets healthy and if Russ keeps playing better like he normally does, the Lakers will load up for a championship run. Will they? Do you believe that? No. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No. And not because of them. It's just what everybody else is doing right now. You really think they're going to make it out of the West? I don't know that they're going to make it out of the first round. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's going to be hard. 877-710-3776. That's 877-710-ESPN. If you want to jump in, go for it. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. 
Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. National Take the Stairs Day. Kirstie Alley 71 today, dude? Unbelievable. Right? Unreal. No way. I mean, of all that that Chris just gave us, Kirstie Alley being 71 is the one that kind of jumped out at me. Really? Rob Zombie, 57. That I, I didn't know like I was that close to his age because he's looked 50 for about 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> How about Howard Stern being 68 today? Happy birthday, I Hal. never thought he'd make it. Wow. Hey, now. I never thought he'd make it that long. Yeah, man. Yeah, I thought somebody would run him over. Dude, what a career. I know, big time. What an amazing uh, career. A, a complete 180, right? I mean, books, movies, radio yeah. star, and making millions – on satellite radio and was the the leader of leaving terrestrial radio to go to satellite wow. radio. What an what an amazing Private career. Private parts is funny. I don't care what you say. Yeah. That's I mean, a funny books, movie. The whole deal, man. He got yeah. it. So, uh DeMarco, you and I every time you come on the show, and by the way, I just want you to know. Wait, I wait, like wait. The, Bezos is 58. Yeah. That's just not fair. You thought he was older? That's he should be older for that much money. I mean, he gets to like chill for a while with that money you yeah, know right, what i mean right. wow. he, he got so much money and he's so young he gets to build like rockets and go to outer space you know <laughs> right. wow it's a young man they have yeah. a lot of money wow incredible right so um every time you come on to co-host and i love it uh and by the way i want you to know i voted for you on 710awards.net i voted for you for the fill-in host of the year and it's tough competition michael thompson ramona shelburne I mean, it's it's tough competition. Clinton Yates. Uh, Michael Thompson's on the list? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're all playing for second. Yeah, well, yeah. I voted for you. <laughs> I no voted doubt. for you. I didn't realize this until Laura told me, but if you go to 710awards.net, mm-hmm. they've added a new category now, which is the who's the biggest diva at 710. You know you spun that, right? It's because of you. I know, but I voted mm-hmm. for Steve Mason. Oh, he's going to love you. Sort of, <laughs> I think. Debatable. You know, but I do. I do. Who would be the third candidate? Well, I didn't we know gotta, you were a candidate, so I, I'll take you as two. Mason, you, and who else? They say right now, and I say they, meaning the word on the Sliwa. street is Alan Slee was really? getting a lot of diva love. Yeah. That dude brings his lunchbox to work, you know? Hard hat and brogan. He's a worker. <laughs> he is. Come on now. How can he be a diva? Probably because he's so exhausted that he just, at this point, like doesn't realize that he's being diva ish. You know, because he's working 24-7. So then he, like, probably snaps at people and, like, he's such a diva. You know, I I bet he snaps if you're not on time. That's what I get. You know what I mean? If you make him late, then he becomes angry. Yeah. But divas are, like, late and and mess everything up for everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. See, I don't think I'm that. No. But but I don't know. I know Slee was getting a lot of – people are talking about Slee, though. Like I said, I had no idea. I thought of Slee was the same way. Lunch pail kind of guy, show up do the dirty work, a grinder, and now all of a sudden he's getting a lot of a lot of diva talk out there. Well, they, they said he's – Laura, is, is he behind you in there? He is in the studio behind I'll, I'll go diva check he's, him for you he's during the break. He's prepping for, you know, the Lakers broadcast. Oh, he's getting ready. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. prepping. Yeah. Is the room locked? 
If the room is locked, that's the room diva, is not locked. That's that's diva behavior. Oh. If he kicks you out while he's prepping. No, no, no. But the boss is in there, so you know we don't we don't want to. Oh, okay. he's talking to the boss. Yeah, See, yeah, yeah. if the boss yeah. is in there, that's not diva-like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Diva kicks the boss out. Well, DeMarco, every time you come on, you and I keep saying that we're going to do a half marathon in 2022. Yes, and you sent me the text, right? Right, right. Yeah. So I, f- I found the marathon that I think we should do, half marathon, that I think we should do. It's in April. It's the La Jolla Half Marathon. That's it, right. Now, it's, it's in deep, deep, deep south L.A., San Diego. It's in La Jolla. Okay. I've done this half marathon before. It's a it's a beautiful run. It's right along the coast. There's one brutal long stretch of a climb that gets you to about the eight mile mark, and then it's kind of all downhill from there. Okay. It's it's April. I figure. Look, we get through the football season, we get through the Super Bowl, and then we start. We start going at it. We start really training. Have you have you started training at all for our half marathon? No. <laughs> Sorry. Not yet. Uh no. I haven't run a mile. Okay. Um, Me neither. Me neither. Yeah. I, I'm I'm in between elliptical machines as well. Mm-hmm. But I'm rectifying that soon, so no. Are, do we still have time? It's January. Oh, yeah. We can yeah, still yeah. train, we got, right? We got we got plenty of time. Um I, I have started training, even though I haven't started running. Okay. So I'll what are you doing? Well, I'll, I'll, I'm glad yeah. you asked, as a matter of fact. Thank you. Um, so in the morning when I drink coffee, okay, I've changed my coffee creamer. Cap. Yeah. Really? Yeah, because like the coffee creamer I was using was really sugary. I'm like, are you going to do planks? Are you, you're, you're strengthening your core? You're talking about coffee creamer? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm starting with trying to change my diet a little Laura, bit. Laura, where's, where's that vote for Diva? Uh, I'm starting to change my vote here. Really, <laughs> coffee creamer? Mm-hmm. Well, well, look, I'm I'm starting. To, I'll, I'll give you another example okay. of, of of how I'm starting to prepare for our half marathon today. You ready for this? Yes. I drove by a Chick Fil A, and kept going. Cap, come on now. Wait a minute, man. Hold on now. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because that's I really still good wanted, though. I, yeah, I wanted a spicy chicken deluxe, and I really, really wanted it badly. And I thought to myself. You know what, man? You're in training for this half I marathon like in April. Okay, I so changed my I, mind. You're right. Yeah, That's you good know, stuff. I changed my coffee creamer, yeah, yeah. Which, had, which had like all these grams of sugar and all these carbs in it, and I've gone to like some kind of a less sweet okay. almondy milk kind of a thing. You, you got to start somewhere. Well, I, like I did it. the nutrition part. Well, you know, mm-hmm. I, it's it's stages, Laura. I mean, That's true. I yeah. mean, you're right. You're I don't right. see what his diet has to do with being a diva, though, like in that sense. Well, like that's, he changed, that's a, you know. That's a pound he doesn't have to run off. There you go. Am, is that is that right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I see you. I mean, I think I again. I got to start with the man in the mirror. I I looked in the in the refrigerator. I'm like, there's that coffee creamer. You know, that's delicious. That is dessert for breakfast. I like it. Okay. You know? All right. That is, is you know, and I'm thinking to myself, I got to make an adjustment here. I got to make an alteration. So I got to start getting my mind ready for the training part of it. But if I could just start to alter my diet a little bit. Maybe then that would get me out there actually running and getting ready for our, our half marathon in April. Well, let me stop lying to myself and drop the persona. Okay, if you do that, I'll stop eating ice cream at night. I'll make that commitment. Yeah. So we're moving forward here. I'm right there with you. See? I'm being honest. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I got you. What kind of ice cream you eat at night? Uh, whatever's in the freezer. <laughs> okay. Is it pistachio ice cream? It's like not Greg? pistachio. Last night was Rocky Road. Chocolate oh, chip and Road. mint like Greg? No, oh, I love mint cookies chocolate Cookies and cream, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
but I, I got to stop. I got to stop. So if you stop, I stop. I'm with you. Okay, because, you know, this the whole holiday season, you know, I was eating everything in sight. I was drinking everything I get my hands on. Yes, sir. At night, ice cream. Oh, man, mint chocolate chip, pistachio, Ugh. you name it. I was Rocky Road, you name it, I was eating it. There was no discipline of any kind. <laughs> None. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so so I'm, I'm thinking to myself, we're going to do this half marathon. We're both committed to wanting to do it. We want to lose some weight. We want to have a goal in mind. Right. So the first thing I decided to do was make a few alterations to the diet. I and like getting it. rid of that coffee creamer was the big first start. I, I feel you. That's hard, man. Especially when you get used to something and you start craving it. I know you were craving it. Big time. Yeah, big you, time. Could, you could taste it before you woke up. But I had a bad situation happen in the grocery store the other day as I was going to buy this new almondy milk less sweetened kind of coffee creamer I had a really bad situation happened to me in the grocery store i'll tell you what happened and i'm hoping you can give me a piece of advice you know go ahead so i go to the store i buy all this stuff and i get to the checkout line right and there's a person who's standing there uh as the cashier at the the vaughn store right yeah and i'm a very like polite person i want to show everybody respect so it doesn't matter to me if you're the bus boy or you're sweeping the floor. I always call people sir. You know, I want everybody to know that I look at you as sir. I'm giving you respect, you know? Yeah. So I am unloading the cart, and uh, the, the cashier says, um, I, I, I don't know, is this all or something like that? And I say, yes, sir. Or is this yours? And I say, yes, sir. And this person looked at me, and she said, yes, ma'am. Oh, boy. Okay. So I called this lady like sir. And she was mad about it. And I didn't mean it, man. I was not trying to be like a jerk or anything. It was just kind of a quickie thing. And she kind of looked like a dude, whatever. You, you okay, know? So you were unsure and you took just, a guess. I just was like, I, I was just being respectful. You know what I mean? Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. And then she said, it's yes, ma'am. And then as I got closer, because now I've got my stuff up on the conveyor belt and I'm going towards the machine where I'm going to pay, I see that she's got a name tag on that says Bonnie. And I, I said, when, when I said, yes, sir, and she said, yes, ma'am, my answer was, please pardon me. But I don't, I don't feel like that was enough. I kind of want to go back to the store and, like, straight up apologize. No, nah, just leave it. Just leave oh, it. Yeah? Just leave it. Just leave it. Just be better next time. Yeah, that's all. I mean, there's no way out of that, Cap, to be honest. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. I already <laughs> stuck my foot in my mouth. Yeah, just take it. Just take yeah. that one. Yeah. Let that one go. Um. I've been you know, losing sleep over it, too, just, to be uh, honest with you. you got to let that go. Just be better. Uh, you didn't mean anything by it. There's no malice in there, right? No malice. No malice no, Without malice. You just None. made a mistake. Right. Yeah, that's it. you got to move on. You know? and, I'm not, and I'm not like some, some person who's like, hey, hey, look, it's not my fault. You look like a guy. I mean, it's not like I feel terrible. You know, the next time you're in that store, if you happen to look up and there's Bonnie again, then go to that line well, and I, strike I, up a convo. But I, I went back to the store and I saw her and I didn't go to her line. Oh, you avoided her. Yeah. Oh, you just made it worse. Yeah, I know. Okay, well, now you really got to go back. Now you have to go back in specifically to see her. If yeah. she saw you avoid her, you have to go back in now and, and go in without buying stuff. You know, you I was just here. I was thinking about it. I feel bad. You know, yeah. walk up. Yeah. You think she'll recognize me? Like, if I show up in her line, she's going to look at me? Like, oh, I'm sure. Of, I'm oh, sure really? she remembers you. Yeah. I'm sure she remembers you. Everything about you, your voice, everything you were wearing that day. That was probably a big deal to her. God, I feel horrible. No, no, just go back and correct it. You're good. Uh, uh, what do they say about errors and mistakes? What? Uh, mistakes or, or errors or mistakes that, or whatever it was. You can go back and correct this thing. Forget it. All right, Laura, Lindsay, what do you guys think? Should I, should I go back in? 
I don't I don't know if that's necessary, but but I've been losing sleep over it. Well, if you're losing sleep over it, then yes, I, I feel I horrible. Would, no, I, would I say you that. leave it alone. If you're losing sleep over it, you could go in and say, "I apologize for misgendering you. That is my fault, and I am sincerely sorry. I'm losing sleep over it. Just wanted to let is you know how sorry happened? I am." Is that it's- he said he thought it was a guy? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Well, Here's the thing, yeah. Cap. Sorry, DeMarco. Yeah. You are now, okay, you feel bad, right? right? You already made that person feel however they felt. You apologized for it at that moment. You I did said, what you, me. right. Okay, well, you know, you did what you felt the need to do at that moment. Now you feel guilty. What if that person already forgot about it, uh. is not thinking about it, and then you're going to go back and re bring that up because you feel bad? Just let it go, man. Right. All right. All right. Go. Good advice. I, I, but he did I avoid it the, the second time, though. You say know, again? Wait, say you again? went in and you, you you had a chance to say hi to Bonnie the second time and you right. ducked it. Right. I totally I was afraid. I think you got to make amends for that. See, I, I kind of tend to agree with you. Yeah. All right. I, well, you know advice. what you should do, Cap? Instead Tell of me. saying, I know you want to be polite, but I feel like someone like you could get away with instead of using like sir or man, just start calling everyone champ. You know, something <laughs> like that. There you go. Like, or thanks, how champ. About, how about chief? I like chief. Yeah, chief is kind of a that is a uh, that is a uh, masculine connotation to it. Oh, but champ can be anyone. Champ can be oh. anything. I like. I that. don't know. I had a friend who was a chief of police, and and she's a woman. And uh, sure, but I'm just saying, generally speaking, it's it's you know, I think champ is a lot more neutral. Champ is good. All right. All right. Well, good advice. Thank you, everybody. All right. Coming up, let's uh, let's get to Marco's opinions on the super wild card weekend that is right ahead of us. And DeMarco, think about it. Can you find an upset in any of the six games that we're going to see this upcoming weekend? Plus, Laura's got what we all need to know right around the corner. Stick around. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN.